Picked up. Tyree. Here's Tyree with a lane. Tyree! Whoa! Can he get there? Tyree at the 30. 20. 10. Touchdown. Yay! Woo! 98. Big ones. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Wednesday. Sean Zarillo of the Action Network will join the show in about 20 minutes to talk some MLB, his projections as we uh, get closer to the stretch run of the season. Quickly, before we get to teams that we're fading and we don't like, win totals we're going under here. A couple things to note. One, I can't – Gus Johnson has me ready for college football. I mean, just you hear those calls. I love it. Gus Johnson, yes. I'm ready for just to hear him on a Saturday. But we, we played um, in there with Gus, and then the story today that is out there is is the injury in college football, and it's potentially a really big one and one that will, will change a lot here. Uh, the quarterback at uh, – Wake Forest, excuse me, Sam Hartman is out – with an undisclosed non-football-related condition, so I'm not sure what's going on. Hopefully, he's going to be all right. But, he, I mean, he's a good player. 4,200 yards last year, 39 touchdowns. He was 60-1 to one, um, in some books for the Heisman Trophy. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a significant injury. It changes the ACC. It obviously, and Wake Forest won 11 games last year. So, uh, Aaron, you were asking about their win total in one of our breaks. I don't know. I, I'd imagine it's probably – I didn't see it up a few minutes ago. I- I didn't see it up either. I was looking yeah. in the break, but that was something I was like, ooh, let me jump on that. Couldn't find it. Yep. I'm sure it'll go down significantly without him in there. So that's that's the first thing to note. Second thing before we get to our teams, Joe, you said yesterday, uh, I don't know if fade was the right word, but maybe I think you might have said Notre Dame's probably ranked too high. What do we think? Because we played in with the Notre Dame clip. What do we think of Notre Dame year one, full year one, Marcus Freeman? Because right? he took over at the end when Brian Kelly left. He put uh, the bowl game he was in. Yeah, yeah the he was bowl there game. at the end. Right. Yeah. Well, what do we think year one? I mean, they're fifth in the coaches' poll right now. Yeah. I. Well, the win total is eight and a half. So doesn't okay. that tell you, if, are they really a top five team? The betting market is saying, no, they're not a top five right. team. But the coaches ended up putting them number number uh, five. And that's juiced to the over. I see BetMGM. It's, a, it's a minus 150 to the over. They're the quarterbacks they have in very inexperienced, uh, a bunch of freshmen and sophomores. So I think it's going to be giving him a year. Now, apparently he's hot on the recruiting trail. Uh, the team loves him. We saw the reaction that went viral last year. He's doing all sorts of videos this offseason with some of his young players. So I think the players are buying in. It's going to be just one of those situations where like, yeah, we're, they're playing hard for him. And eventually, I think he will be able to figure it out. And and if he's good, if they hit on him, he's going to be there the next three decades, you know, like if he's that good. So, um, but I think the uh, betting markets are telling us everything about Notre Dame. that They think it's going to be a, probably a step back of a season uh, for the Irish. Yeah, I mean, it's certainly a different coach. The quarterback situation, like you said, is inexperienced. But that schedule is not daunting. I mean, week one, obviously no. they're big dogs to Ohio State, and they end the year at USC, and we'll see how good Lincoln Riley has that team by then. But in between, I mean, how many games do you worry about? They play Clemson at home. They'll be dogs in that game, I imagine. Anything else is really like, wow. I don't see any on the schedule that be on those three that you even think like, uh-oh, that's a really Are they going to be dogs to Clemson? 
Are they going to be? Well, we're fading them. They're, it's in South yeah. Bend. Like, that's that's you, under I the agree. lights in South Bend. That game's going to be awesome. So if they're not dogs to Clemson, are they dogs any game the rest of the year besides Ohio State and at USC? I'm not sure if they are. North Carolina lost a quarterback. Yeah. Um, UNLV is atrocious every year. Syracuse. Marshall, Cal, no. Carolina, BYU, Stanford, UNLV, Syracuse, Clemson we just talked through, Navy, Boston College? Yeah. I mean, they're not going to be as good as last year, but I, I, that eight and a half is interesting. It could be nine. They could win nine games. Yeah, they could. They could. And I, and I feel most seasons people are making an, making, uh, an excuse. They've got one of the best tight ends in the, in the country, man. Michael Mayer is mm-hmm. phenomenal. So I think they could be just fine. Yeah, you lose game one. And – we're pointing out uh, both those are true road games. So I believe they're true road games. I know they're road games. Uh, Ohio State and USC. Yeah, that's going to be tough. But I, I think we're going to talk about USC in a moment. I'm I'm not sure that that's going to be a loss. They could lose Ohio State to Week One, and could they run the table? I I think it's possible. I don't expect it to happen, but. Not not in the first full year. Like that would be amazing if they're able to do that with some of the questions that they have right now. Of course. But it's gonna be a sol- it's gonna be a solid season. I would not be betting under eight and a half, I'll tell you that much. That's what I thought this I thought the same thing as I looked yeah. at the schedule. Because I came in thinking fade under, and then I looked through the schedule and I'm like, I I can't bet the under. All right, so you brought up USC. Let, let's talk about them. Yeah. Maybe the most high profile, buzzy team of the season because of the Lincoln Riley thing and how quickly is this going to be a test for the future of college football? How quickly can a good coach with some new players from the transfer portal just change things? Just just take a, a, a program that's been dormant and go back to being really good. It's a test. I mean, if this works, it's like, oh, wow. Just get a couple transfers and away you go. Do, do we think there's too much buzz on USC? Well, I, I look mean, at it from this. Yeah, go ahead, Aaron. I was just going to say, yeah, it seems like there's way too much buzz. And then last night, I'm looking through Phil Steele's preview, and it's they just have so much talent, too, that it's hard to ignore. I'm really torn. I'm really torn on USC. Yeah, they do have a ton of talent. But it's, it's one of these situations, you throw it all together, is it going to work in the first year? Or are, are they going to be yeah. a team that you bet against in the first half of the season, and then they, they start to figure it out in the second half. That That's a possibility. But, yeah, I mean, Lane Kiffin called himself the Portal King. Well, the Portal King this offseason was Lincoln Riley. He added the most players in the country for obvious reasons. It's USC, yep. and it's and it's Lincoln Riley. He brought Caleb Williams in, who looked really strong uh, once he got his opportunity last season. They have a couple of really – challenging games we just talked about that Notre Dame USC game to uh finish up the season middle of the year they've got to go to Utah so I mean part of it for me on fading USC and when I say fade I'm talking nine and a half because it's too high well I'm betting over on Utah I'm betting Utah to win the Pac-12 that means I've I can't be high on USC as well that they're gonna you know slot in second or third place in the conference so under nine and a half I, I don't have a problem with that a uh, couple of really challenging games. But outside of that, you know, the start, well, 
we mentioned them possibly trying to figure things out. It's going to be interesting how long it takes a betting market to figure out what the Trojans are. They're going to be big favorites in these games. Rice, Stanford, Fresno State, Oregon State, Arizona State. Like that. That's how they're going to start the season. So in that sense, the schedule could help them a little bit. But I can't sit here and bet over nine and a half. It's a lot to ask. It is a lot to ask for his first year there. Aaron, did you have a team you, you want to fade? Yeah. Yeah, so I've never watched a snap of Western Kentucky football, but listen to this. Um, They had a quarterback last season named Bailey Zapp, who is now on the Patriots. This dude threw for 62 touchdowns and almost 6,000 yards. Not only did Western Kentucky lose this guy, but they also lost half of their starters. They're, they won nine games last season, and their win total is set at eight and a half. I have a very hard time believing that they're actually going to be better this season. There's some minus 140s out there on the under. I found a minus 130. I like that for the under um, win total. I just, I don't know. Like I said, I'm not, a, I'm not on the beat of Western Kentucky football, but something seems fishy there. This is the this is the school that has that big red blob as the uh, the mascot, right? The, the hilltoppers. <laughs> I think yeah, like that hilltoppers. Red blob. Yes. Um, <laughs> well, when we talk about production, right? Production that's leaving, like teams that bring back production, players that put up numbers last year, started games. I mean, that's about as much production as you could lose from an offense. They got over six thousand yards last year. Yeah, I I think there's probably a natural letdown or come down for them <laughs> from what they were last year. I I think that makes sense. Um, the one I circled was, I think Colorado is one of the worst big conference teams in the country. That team stinks. They won four last year. Their total is three and a half this year. And one of their advantages, I think they won all four of their games at home last year, is, is at home, right? They have the altitude, tough place to play. Here's the thing. All their tougher games are at home this year. I think for a team like this, you want their worst games in the road. Their worst games at home, right? Their worst opponents. They're going to lose to USC and, and UCLA anyway. It doesn't matter if they play them on the moon or they play them in, in Colorado. They get all their tough games at home where they're supposed to have an advantage. I don't see them winning four games. Their, their total's three and a half. I, I'm going to be on the under on Colorado. I think they are awful. All right, I've got, uh, I got another one, kind of like middle of the road. Mm-hmm. This Nebraska love is just ridiculous. I understand all of their losses last year were by single digits and they hung around. Isn't this like the lions thing? People think it's going to carry over. Oh, they battled. They were close in games. So that means the next season with all of these changes that they're going to win those games. Really? So they go three and nine last year, those nine losses all by single digits, close games. Now the win total seven and a half with the change of quarterback, seven and a half. They brought your guy uh, Thompson in from Texas. They're ending the season at Michigan, hosting Wisconsin, and at Iowa. Three losses. I think so. I think so. And and we've got to go eight and four. We got to go eight and four to go over the win total. What is this? this? Is just going way too far. Way too far. Three wins to eight wins, just because they were hanging around in games last year. Are you sure with all the changes in college football? How many uh, kids transfer from year to year, including a change at quarterback, that that's, that's going to work out for you? Uh, and by the way, they've got Oklahoma this year, too, in their fourth game. 
They got Oklahoma at home. Uh, yeah, no. Not buying that. I, I'll go under 7.5 on Nebraska. Too much love. Scott Frost, 15 and 29 at Nebraska. 15 yeah. and 29 at Nebraska. Let, let's, let's just all take a deep breath on the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, Beck QL Daily on the other side. Sean Zarillo will join us from the Action Network. We'll talk some Major League Baseball next on the BetQL Network. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL.